0: Welcome to First Fleet Ten Four. Hello and welcome to the First Fleet Ten Four podcast. My name is Elizabeth Wyndham, and I'll be your host today. And I am having a podcast today with the maintenance team. We have a few of our maintenance team members over here in Portland, and we have Jay and David. And so, y'all, just introduce yourselves and tell us how long you've been at First Fleet.
1: Jay Jones, and I've been at the First Fleet now for going on about eight years. It'll be eight years in October.
0: Well, congratulations! Yeah.
2: Nice. And I'm David Graves. I've been with First Fleet going on 26 years. and 26? Uh, 26. 26. And what do you like best about Portland? Uh, there's a good group of people, good drivers, good dispatch, which, like I said, there's a lot of... This has been a central location over the years. We've interacted with a lot of other terminals and uh, get to know other terminals through this location. Not so much now that the serve center's coming to, f- they've kind of took it away. Oh,
0: it took away your job? Yeah. Oh, they no. They kind of took
2: away, so we don't get to deal with outside terminals quite as much, but yeah. like I said, it's, it's been beneficial to us, and I know it works out better for First Fleet, having them in place to help and give answers to the drivers and anyone need needing answers, they're there to give those.
0: Sure. Yeah. Because I know the surf center took care of most of the platform science rollout, a lot of the questions, any of the resets and all that. So yeah, that, was, that they did. Yeah. How do you guys feel about the new tablets and the trucks as opposed to the old OmniTrax units? You guys have been here long enough.
1: Well, I mean, those. There, yeah, do you see I mean, any
0: difference on the maintenance side? How about that? Yeah,
1: definitely. Oh, the, yeah? I mean, the system can make things easier. It's definitely, it's definitely there to make things easier. You know, you've got drivers that are still not so tech savvy and they're, you know, and and that's going to happen as I'm not huge tech savvy, but it's definitely a a learning curve there. But at the same time, I mean, it's going, going from what I guess I would call a, a three piece Qualcomm system that we had to hook up in the trucks to like, you know, this little box, a tablet, That's Wi-Fi and that's Bluetooth, you know, you put the box in there and it's wireless and you can carry it around, take pictures of it. I mean, that makes, for the maintenance side, it makes things a lot easier too, especially with being able to take pictures.
0: For the DVIRs, is that what you're talking Mm -hmm. about? Oh, so those really help you guys out?
1: They are. Yeah, they do.
0: Okay. Are there any tips that you could give to drivers about how best to take photos for the DVIRs? You know, are there, are there pictures that you're like, oh, this isn't super helpful or, oh, this is very helpful, you know? Does that Well, and
1: that with the pictures i think is probably definitely you know more cosmetic side of things you okay. know and, yeah and you know we would steal you know if you had a damaged a damaged bumper corner you know you could take the picture of it and just by looking at that you can kind of judge by you know by past experience what kind of hit it's taken, you can judge about whatever else it needs down the line. You know, oh, what's what's okay. behind it that it might need. But, gotcha. I mean, it would definitely be just cosmetic stuff or, you know, something they could take pictures of that was just kind of literally
0: right there, right at, there
1: at their face pretty yeah, much. Real clear. But, yeah, I mean, it's stuff like check engine lights and stuff like that. They'll never, they'll never use <laughs> yeah. that for anything. So. Well, sure.
0: That makes sense. Okay. Cool. David, so what what would you say, what would be the number one thing that you see that breaks?
2: Mm, we see a lot of after-treatment issues. With Some what? After-treatment issues. What does that mean? Emissions. the new emission systems on the trucks. We're seeing a lot of issues with those. Uh, uh,
0: so, like DEF?
2: Yeah, the DEF sensors uh, and failures yeah. and uh, sensors failing of course you're dealing with a lot of heat and anytime you're dealing with a lot of heat it also causes it to opportunity for failure gotcha so but we that gene that tends to be our number one issue and i'm sure most drivers have dealt with it if they've yeah. been here very long
0: okay seems to be pretty universal from what i've heard yeah, yeah. okay
1: it yeah, all makes
0: Gotcha. Definitely. Are there, are there, cause I know that David, you've worked with breakdown for a lot of years as well. Is yes, that ma'am. correct? Yes, ma'am. Is there anything that you see a lot in, in a breakdown environment that we, that as, as a driver, a driver could maybe look out for during their pre-trip or post-trip or something that could prevent breakdowns, you know?
2: Well, one of the things they definitely need to do is any time that they have a problem, make sure they're filling out a DVR to Mm -hmm. get get the problem presented before their terminal manager or whoever their maintenance is to get it taken care of. Sure. No, because we have had some drivers that if they had a check engine light on, they don't write it up. They just drive it until it quits.
0: Okay. You know, the the sooner
2: that they let us know about the problem, the quicker we can get it tended to and keep them from being broke down on the road and... Make them happy drivers.
0: Happy drivers are good drivers. Okay. That's right. Yep. Gotcha. So that's you guys, that's kind of your goal, huh? Make mm-hmm. happy drivers.
2: Make happy drivers.
0: I love it. Okay. So don't sit on problems. Make DVIRs. What would you say is like the number one thing you're fixing on a day-to-day basis in the shop here at Portland?
1: Well, day-to-day is always going to be tires.
0: Oh, so tires are just the guaranteed number one thing that breaks all the I time? I can guarantee
1: you're going to mess with a tire every day. Really? You know, it's at at, in some form, you know, whether it's nothing but pulling superficial nails out of it that's okay. not even leaking or something like that. It's just, you can always find something wrong with a tire, you know, it's <laughs> not.
2: Also, that's generally one of the uh, number one breakdown It's going to be tires. Is tires as well? Yeah, so okay. good pre-trips is a big necessity. Make sure they're done pre-trips and post-trips.
0: Yeah. I know a lot of our trailers have the auto fill air thing for the tires on them. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. But those are our trailers, so maybe not all the customer trailers have them. No. Is that something that you have to watch out for for trailers, or do your uh, most of your tire problems happen on the trucks themselves?
2: It's generally a good mixture of both. Good mixture, uh, like okay. I said, it's generally pretty much 50-50. Yeah. You know, of course, some of your outside locations that doesn't have shop locations, you may see a little higher because they don't routinely have someone checking tires as much okay. as often as yeah. we do at, say, one of our shop locations. Plus two, I think drivers that have shop locations tend to bring, present problems more often than outside terminals that did not have shops because drivers don't want to have to go without their truck because they're afraid that, you know, they yeah. may have to get in another truck while their truck's being repaired. <laughs>
0: no one likes that. No. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like their truck. Okay do you see low tire pressure being a problem and being a cause of blowouts on the road a lot? Yeah,
1: Definitely. I mean, definitely. I mean, and, but as far as like to your first question, if have I ever seen it? No, you know, I've never seen it. I've had drivers tell me that, that they, that they check them, you know, with a gauge and (laughs) some of them, I believe. Oh yeah. But I've, but I don't think I can ever say I've ever seen a driver check that. Okay. like that you know sure. which the universal thing is just a thump just just beat the tire yeah. you know and i mean does that actually work it does in in reason 80 pounds 80 pounds hits like 100 pounds too though
0: oh you know? okay so
1: that's the thing is they're supposed to have 100 but 80 80 feels like hundred too, you know okay and that low tire pressure is can cause 10 10 things
0: you know yeah
1: tire it Excessive tire wear, you know. Excessive tire wear for the tire beside of it, you know. If this one's got a hundred, and it's got eight, oh uh, yeah, you know. So yeah, that definitely
0: could it cause a blowout as well.
1: A severely low tire, yes. A
0: severely low, okay. Yeah,
1: we're and we're talking probably in the sixties, okay. You know, because that other tire's working overtime, right? Because you got two on the dual, that tire's working harder, twice as hard now. Boom, you know, especially with weight on it.
0: Sure, you know that makes so, sense. Yeah, yeah. okay something to look out for for sure does a 60 pound tire thump as as much as a 100 or can you no
1: you start, can start to tell yeah you can definitely start to tell especially when you get an ear for it you know you can hit that you can hit that tire that's a hundred and mm-hmm. then you can hit that tire that's 80 there there is a difference knowing the difference though you know and being, being able to hear it I yeah. mean goodness goodness I sakes. mean you can yeah you can tell that there's a variant in it, you know, but the uh, the best way, of course, is to check it with the air gauge. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Okay. So, the difference is very subtle between 80 and 100, but 60 and 100, you can usually tell. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good to know.
1: And this time of year, too, oh, yeah. there's going to be a lot. Because, okay. you know, you've got, say, what, 85 today? Then yeah. it's going to be... 55 tonight
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: a big difference drop you know you're going to see a lot of tire pressures getting lower and lower not just and the something need, to be the on the lookout for air. yeah
0: okay anything yeah. else we need to be on the lookout for this time of year
1: well not really usually batteries is a, is is another temperature change thing okay that that's a, they're affected by that you know tires and batteries i guess is you know you, you seem to start seeing a lot more need for batteries or I need, yeah. my, I need a jump or something uh, like yeah. that or okay. jump start or something so yeah
0: okay what is the most expensive thing you guys fix all the time
1: what well, probably tires i'd say <laughs> <laughs> you know I tires guess. again yeah. just the
0: actual tire or like the rim or
1: no just i guess the volume of oh, the volume the okay. volume of the tires that we have go bad is just okay. I guess would make that the
0: what what could we do to fix that Keep them at the right tire pressure so they definitely. don't have excessive wear.
1: Yeah, definitely. Try to keep the tire pressures up. <laughs> Give every driver a tire gauge, which there again, you're not going to get everybody to use it. Right. So, yep. I mean stuff like that. I mean that would. Are brilliant. there
0: driving styles that put that hurt tires more? Or? Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like what? Some of the stuff that they can't help either. You know, like if they're like we have the yard drivers here that that do a lot of tight turnings and yep. and things like that, and that that wears out a tire. Really? We have we have special tires that we get just for those yard trucks because we go really? through them so fast. Yeah.
0: You know? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So tight turns.
1: Yeah, definitely tight turns wears them out really, okay. really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then a variant of other things, you know, like shocks, bad shocks will cause cupping springs. We've had loose shocks. We've had, you know, if you've got any kind of wheel damage or something like that, I mean, there's several things that could cause, you know, that sort of
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. What about how can we reduce breakdowns?
2: Well, I think a lot of that relies on the driver again, which I know they don't want to hear that (laughs) because that's more work for them. They're already, you know, pushing paperwork, pushing logs, you know, running... 14 hours a day yeah you know the last thing they want to do is have to walk around their truck and trailer and do an inspection but you know in order for it to you know be less breakdowns we're going to have to rely on them a little bit to do their part and write up the equipment inspect the equipment for us and then uh, in the event that they do find something wrong report it to the right person.
0: What would you say would help make the driver's lives easier? Just doing those pre-trips or is there anything else that you can think of?
2: Yeah, definitely doing a good pre-trip, post-trip and communicating with their terminal manager, or their maintenance managers to get their equipment repaired. And another good thing is, what you always hear drivers say, you know, when you find a problem, report it so it can get fixed for the next driver. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of drivers that, you know, look out for other drivers and try to get their equipment repaired before it goes back out. Sure. And you know, just be common courtesy.
0: Okay, yeah. And I know that the platform science tablets make DVIRs much much simpler. So.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's one thing I would say too is definitely have the drivers to actually do the DVIRs. There are several drivers that w- that just will not do a DVIR. Really? Yes. Yes, there there are drivers that will not do a DVIR. They say they don't know how. Yeah. And so if they if they could get them to do them, and yeah. maybe it's just a teaching thing. Maybe yeah. it's just because they don't know.
0: Sure. You know? They don't and, know how and, easy, it is. And they need to be shown, yeah, yeah, because
1: it's not hard. It is really not hard. And, you know, and the funny thing of it is, too, is some of these guys have smartphones, you know. Some of them don't. Some of them still flip phones, and that's okay, too. Yeah. But, you know, some of them have the smartphones but still don't know how to do the… The D V I R portion. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I mean it's as simple as almost like opening up an app on this phone, you it
0: know. Yes, yeah.
1: And so it's it's simple, but it's just it goes back to that whole tech thing, you know. Yeah. It's just they're not you know, it's change, you know. Right. I'm change that, is hard. I'm not in that boat. I don't like a lot of change either. So
0: <laughs> what about what about all these automatic transmissions? Do you see a lot of training opportunities for that? Do do you see any do you have any issues with them? Are there are there tips and tricks that drivers can know about these automatic transmissions that might help them out?
2: Well, one of the things that they uh, we see a lot of times is they need to be patient when they first get in them. Okay. Let the air pressure build all the way up because these transmissions are sensitive to air pressure, low air pressure, and it uh, will hang up occasionally if not at the right air pressure.
0: Oh, okay. Hang up as in like you can't drive? It may take and throw a fault. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Because the air pressure's not built up. Because oh. the air pressure's not built up, they don't give them enough time. You know, they want to jump in and take off immediately. You know, let before they get in, build their air pressure up, let the truck run a minute, two minutes, let everything come to operating temperatures or whatever, and then go about it.
0: Okay. So it should be just a minute or two. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's perfect time to log your, you know, Log your hours and yeah. sign into the tablet and do all that kind of stuff. Get your load ready, okay?
1: Yeah, they even be a part of the be a part of their pre trip, you know? Yeah,
0: like, absolutely.
1: Once they check their fluids, crank it up, let it do its thing, and then they're checking their lights and right. They're off to the races.
0: There you go. Okay, yeah. sounds like a plan. All right. Well, anything else you wanna you wanna tell dry our drivers that are listening? And I know we appreciate all the work you've done. I know we just recently had maintenance appreciation here, didn't we? Did we? No, Not that's yeah. that's
1: coming up. Ah, it's coming up. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking of
0: one other location. All right, yeah, so maintenance month. appreciation is coming up next week, and uh, we are just so thankful to have you guys here, and so we definitely want to make sure you know that, because without y'all, our trucks wouldn't be on the road. So, <laughs> and you know that better than I do. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, we appreciate y'all, and Absolutely. we appreciate everybody from operations to driving that uh, works with us on a daily basis to help us do the job that we do, and we know it takes everybody doing their job to make the company run yep. yeah yeah everybody
1: everybody has to be on the same page and the same line i mean if somebody somebody slips off it makes an effect on it so
0: yep if one one piece is missing the bridge yep. will fall got yep. it so well we appreciate all that you do thank you both for all the, the work you've done in maintenance and for as long as you've been here i guess we got what 30 years between the two of you yeah here at First Fleet so that's awesome thank you for all you do and i hope you have a great maintenance appreciation week all, all right nice. thank so, you thank you thank you